Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Hope Dealers. Uh, my name is Billy Lines and sitting beside me is my sister in the Lord, Corey Spars. Say hello to everybody, Corey. Hey guys. And we tried to do this episode a few days ago, but we had technical difficulties. So we are, this is take number two. And um, I think we're kind of awake. Corey, are you awake? Halfway. Halfway. Yeah, I've, I've got my coffee, so that's that's all I need. So today, we're uh, well, first of all, I just want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you for writing in. And uh, just want you guys to know that uh, we're always uh, happy to hear from you. And we want to hear from you. And, and just uh, please write to us at Hope Dealers 7777 uh, with any uh, prayer requests, uh, testimonies. If you know someone that wants to be a guest or you want to share your testimony, please just feel free to write to us. And if you have any kind of prayer concerns, uh, anything on your mind, uh, please know that anything that you tell us will be held strictly confidential and we'll delete the emails after after we receive it. Any needs at all, just get in touch with us and we'll do anything that we can to help you and pray with you about. Does that yeah. sound good, Corey? Absolutely. So, yeah. Corey, what are we talking about today? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what she did. She screamed in my ears. And I think my, there's, yeah. See, you hear that? That's what I have to deal with. I have a lot of headaches, a lot of headaches. But no, it is, it is, it is very powerful. It's a very, and I, out this and, um, Psalm 91, they're my favorites. I feel like they go together like they're brother and sister uh, psalms. Psalms 91 is like a prayer of protection. Mm -hmm. And to me, this is like a uh, psalm of faith. It builds yes. faith. Faith and peace. Yes. So yes. Let's, let's get into it. And yeah. Psalm 23 was written by uh, King David. And here at Hope Dealers, we're really big fans of, of David because he was big on faith. So we, we talk a lot about how he just rolled up on Goliath the giant and just took him out. Yeah. And uh, said, uh, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that comes dares come before the army of the Lord? And then he told him he was going to kill him and cut his head off, and he just went and did it. And that's, I like that. I like that. Yep. And uh, the Lord called uh, David a man after his heart. And it's primarily because of his faith. The, the God yes. loves faith almost more than anything else. Yes. And uh, so we can learn um, more about faith by, by listening to David's words. In Psalm yep, exactly. Faith is kind of like the currency that we use to go, you know, to, to get the things that we need from heaven. God wants us to have faith. We have to believe. That's, that's, for, that's for sure. Uh, if we, you don't, then um, well, yeah. I mean, that's exactly because we 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 earn we come to salvation through Christ the Lord by believing on Him. So, without belief, um, we're laughing. But without belief, you know, there's nothing. We can't we can't even have salvation. So, faith is very very important. That's what we're trying to say in our sleep uh, sleepy minds. Faith is important. 
So, Corey, how would you like to uh, – well, first of all, let's talk about David grew up on a farm, and he was very familiar with the life of a shepherd. Yeah. And uh, so the, the Psalm 23, it's all in the imagery of a shepherd about how uh, God takes care of us the way a shepherd would take care of uh, his flock of sheep or goats or whatever it may be. So how about reading this for us, Corey? Yeah. Hallelujah. Praise, praise the name of Jesus Christ. So what, let's just take it verse by verse, a couple of verses at a time and break it down. Let's just talk about it. All right, so it starts out, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Excuse me. So David acknowledges that he places his trust completely in the Lord. A shepherd spends all of his time with his sheep, 24 hours a day, because uh, a sheep is an animal, and a sheep... Uh, can't defend itself against right. a lion or a right. wolf or a coyote. Yeah. So many things that could happen, uh, even disease. So the only thing that the animal has, the sheep, whatever it may be, is the shepherd. Right. And so the, the shepherd's there whenever they're, they're standing still, whenever they're sleeping. And when I was researching this, I, I found uh, something from uh, a farmer that said that unless a sheep is completely stress-free, it can't function it can't sleep it can't eat it can't do anything basically it it just it can die of stress wow. so the shepherd is the only thing that can take that stress away and just allow it to function and live yeah. so so like the the sheep we have to come to the lord and just give everything to him we have to give him our good things our bad things uh, come to him when you're angry come to him when you're happy come to him when you're sad, it doesn't matter. The Lord is our shepherd and he's there for us and he will always be there to uh, to guide us and his rod in it, we shall not want. And this tells us, this tells us that um, he'll always be there yeah. and he's always going to provide. Corey, have you ever had a, a situation where the Lord has not provided what you need in, in some way? Oh, the Lord has Exactly. And you make a very good point that um, it's not always humans yeah, that come not. against us. It's not just a bill collector or uh, a police officer or just whatever it may be. What We're fighting against spiritual powers. Yeah. And especially in these last days uh, when the world is choosing sides, who you're going to follow. Yeah. Uh, 
the devil knows he's about ready to be cast into hell forever and ever. So what he's trying to do is just kill anyone, anyone that he can, everyone that he can. Exactly. So these are things that we cannot fight on our own. Um, And that brings up a really good point. How do we stay close? Um, we can't do it on our own efforts. Uh, we've talked before about, you know, if we try to keep the law, the first thing we do is break it. So what? That and so a good man as Paul said that I do the things that I do not want to do. And, yeah. And so don't we have to rely on Jesus? That's kind of the the overriding theme of of everything, but especially this psalm: the Lord is our shepherd. And if we, like, just like Corey said, if a sheep goes away from the path too far, bam, here comes a lion and the sheep is dead. Mm -hmm. Yep. He wants to know exactly. He, he knows that things come up in our daily life. You know, we're not living in a monastery where we're just uh, locked away, where we just, we have to live in this world. That's where he wants us to be. That's how we grow. But just any opportunity you get, be doing praise and worship, be praying in the spirit, be reading your Bible, watching sermons online. All these things will keep you close to the Lord. And the byproduct of that is your shepherd. Our shepherd, Jesus Christ, watches over us, and we want for nothing. I do the same thing with songs. And I and I try to watch and I try to watch sermons during my lunch hour at work. So just any little chance you get, just um, like Corey said, the Lord understands that we can't do this twenty four hours a day. But just just try, and He will meet you there, and He will uh, honor that, honor your commitment. So let's go on, keep on going. Well, first, um, one more thing I'd like to mention about this this part. I uh, was talking about Proverbs chapter three, verse five through six. It says. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your understanding and all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. Amen. So this is a promise from the Lord. If you just um, submit to him, trust in him and everything, he will take care of it. And that's something that we say always on Hope Dealers. Uh, God is the one that does, does the work. We can reach out to him in faith and He we rest in him and he does everything else. Yeah. Yep. You know, you have 
Yep. Terrible things happen when I lean on my own understanding. Not my life. <laughs> That's what should be on my tombstone. Uh, but, but uh, yeah, uh, God will teach us um, to, in one way or another, he'll teach us to, to trust in him completely. It's not. So, um, so just uh, don't learn the hard way like I did. Just, uh, just, uh, yeah, just try to try to uh, trust in him in all your ways, and just know that he's going to meet you there, and that he will take care of you. There's one, uh, I think there, there's a verse, I think it's from Job, and it says, even though he swayed me, yet, yet I will praise him. I love that, because God is worthy of all our praise all the time, and uh, he's the only goodness that we have. He's the only source of light in our life, so we praise him, and all things we praise him. Remember that, it's not always easy, but try to make it a habit and, and watch your life turn around, because it will. And we'll keep on going. Uh, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. And uh, we were kind of talking about this a little bit earlier. Our lives can be very hectic. Just this morning, trying to, to get here to do this podcast, a lot of stuff came up. Uh, just things things happen. And the Lord provides us a resting place. And like we, um, Just like sheep, they rest in green pastures. Uh, we have a resting place in the Lord Jesus, and um, like we just do this, and so we like we were talking about through sermons, through praise and worship, um, having a, a strong fellow believer that you can talk to. You know, just all these different resources uh, we have, and that is our uh, our still pasture, Bible study, all these different things, and He leads us to the still waters that nourish us. So we'll keep going. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And we're li still living, even though we are made righteous by uh, Jesus Christ and his sacrifice on the cross, we still live in a fleshly body that is subject to sin. We're a spirit living in a body. So we're, there are going to be times when we're going to stray from God's path. But we have the new covenant that, that Jesus secured for us by his death and resurrection. And we're reconciled to the Father in heaven. He doesn't just leave us to go on our own way, even when we sin. Corey, I don't know about you, but there's been times, even after I've been saved, that I screw up. How about you? Exactly. And uh, again, just like a shepherd, uh, God will lead us back onto the path. He's not going to. Some people think that when you make a mistake, here comes the fire and brimstone. Uh, God doesn't have any fire and brimstone to give us. Uh, he does not get angry with us. Uh, Jesus took care of all that. He took all of the Father's anger, all the Father's wrath, all of his righteous punishment of sin upon him at the cross. So God is love. He loves us. And when we need correcting in our lives, he does it in a loving way, right. usually through the word or through a sermon or just some instance in our life. But, but don't think that, you know, I'm going to get cancer because uh, I listened to a, a song that had a curse word. Exactly. 
this is one of the things that uh, it, it's hard to understand because we want to try and keep the law. We want to try and do our part, but we have no part. We're right. sinners. Yeah. And when G the, the entire reason for Jesus going through that horrible death on the cross was so that we did not have to do that because um, we can't. But, yeah. but Jesus can because he's the son of God and God in the flesh. He was per the only one perfect enough to, to do that. He was the only one to live a sin sinless life. So he has taken all of the wrath that God has to give. So just don't... What we're trying to say is that God, when we make mistakes, if we stray, just like a shepherd, he'll take his rod and he'll just gently bring us back onto the path. And um, one thing, another thing to remember is sometimes we're going to screw up more than once. And uh, God doesn't get tired of bringing us back to him. In fact, he loves bringing us back to him. And Je Jesus illustrated this perfectly when he gave the parable of the lost sheep in Luke, Luke 15. And this happened when uh, the Pharisees were criticizing Jesus because he was eating with sinners. So imagine eating with sinners. Isn't that a horrible thing? Uh, but Jesus did. And because he liked to hang out with the sinners, uh, he told uh, one of the, I forget who it was, but he says, uh, the healthy people, they don't need a physician. It's the sick people that do. So Jesus gave this parable. Corey, would you like to read it? I, I don't know about you, but that makes me feel pretty good. He does. And I, it makes me also think about the, the prodigal son. And I love it how uh, the prodigal son, if you don't know, it's um, a really spoiled kid who had a rich father, and he uh, he said, he, he said, give me my inheritance now. I don't want to wait until you die. And so the father, he was a loving father. He said, okay, son, and he gave him his inheritance, a bunch of money. So what did the kid do? He went out and spent it on bad living very quickly. And as soon as he had spent all his money, all his so-called friends, they, they, they bailed on him. And so here he was. He was uh, starving to death. He was uh, eating with the pigs. And the idea just came to him, you know, I got to go back to my, my dad's house because I can be a servant and the servants eat well there. Right. And so he went back and he wanted to just be a servant. But his father, who is a picture of our father, our heavenly father, he didn't even wait for him to come. He ran to him. Yes. And uh, the first he didn't even wait to hear the kids uh, apology explanation. He said, he said, bring, bring the finest robe, bring, bring all this, yeah, 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 just wanted the best and just restored him immediately. That's what our God does for us. Yes, it is
Exactly. Don't ever feel like that you've done too much or I'm living proof that that God will welcome you back. I spent a lot of my years angry, yeah. um, hateful toward God, saying terrible things to him. And the second that I came uh, to my own, the end of myself, you know, I, I hit rock bottom. Yeah. And in desperation, I reached out to the Lord. And do you think that he said, no, I'm sorry. No, what he did was he he lifted, he 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 extended his arms and he yes. just enveloped me in love, and it was like I had never gone away. And he will do this for you, and anyone that you know. There's there's no person that he will not accept. So let's keep on going. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will feel, fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff they comfort me. So when we've been saved by the blood of Jesus Christ, we never walk alone. And that doesn't mean Corey does it. There's not going to be times in life when we, we don't face hard times. We're going to face hard times. We're in fact, Exactly, he surely will. And um, and again, when you come to the Lord, you're going to face tribulations uh, because you come to the Lord. Because Jesus said, "Take up your cross and follow me." And uh, the 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 Lord also told us that that we would uh, face trials and tribulation for His name's sake. The enemy does not like it when we come to the Lord and just all of a sudden say, realize what a loser he is. And uh, he didn't like that. So he's going to come after you. And again, who do we have to th to trust but the Lord? No, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And again, we talk about Psalm 91. Uh, it tells us once again that once we belong to the Father and are saved by the blood of Jesus Christ, it says, this is a quote, no evil shall befall us, nor any plague come near our dwelling. And right now we're hearing talks of COVID starting back up again. People starting to require masks again and all those things. Um, we don't have to worry about that. This right here in, in print, no evil shall befall us, nor any plague come near our dwelling. Uh, did you have COVID? Any? Yes. I did. We've had it a few times. But, uh, 
you know, just it was never anything life threatening, nothing nearly as bad as it could be. Um, again, the Lord is going to going to watch over us. And That's so, right. And it, um, it, as believers, uh, we don't even have to worry about death. The, the Bible calls death just it likens it to falling asleep. Yeah. So it's it's really no big waiting period. In First Corinthians um, fifteen, Paul says, "Where O death is your victory? Where O death is your sting? The sting of sin, death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, He gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise His name." Now, because we're living in the last days, uh, we're going to see things get crazier and crazier until it's time for the rapture. Like we see something like half the world's on fire right now, uh, not just in Hawaii, but overseas. There's just fires burning just out of control. And we see evil spirits uh, just coming forth in popular culture, TV shows, music. So things are going to get darker and darker, but we do not have to be afraid because the Lord, our shepherd, he walks with us through the valley of the shadow of death. And notice that I walk through the valley of the shadow right. of death. I'm not hanging out in the valley of shadow of the death. Exactly. exactly. We come out on the other side through Jesus Christ, the Lord. And thou, let's keep on going. Thou dost prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou hast anointed my head with oil and my cup overflows. Surely goodness and loving kindness will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Now, this is my favorite part. Thou mm -hmm. dost prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. So what does this mean? This means you're going to sit down and eat dinner with the Lord while your enemies are trying to take you out. That's the, the confidence that we have in Jesus Christ. We sit down and we eat. Uh, when we're surrounded by our enemies, but we, because we know that the Lord has already won the battle. This is so true. I love this verse. Like he does. He looks at the steps of the righteous that I will make him to stand. He prepares a table before me in front of every one of my enemies. When God comes to dwell in the presence of your enemies, you know what that means? That God lives inside of you daily because it's his spirit that causes us to do that. Exactly. And it even says, I don't know the exact verse, but it says that God will condemn any 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 tongue, any slanderous tongue that comes against us. Yeah. So we don't have to worry about enemies. We don't have to worry about people saying things, even if they're true. I remember um, Abraham, when um, they were traveling into some country, Abraham was afraid that uh, because his wife, Sarah, was so beautiful, he was afraid that they would kill him so that they could have his wife. So he told Sarah, he said, let's tell them that you're my sister. Yeah. And so uh, I think it was King Abimelech. He um, took Sarah because he didn't know that she was married to Abraham. And uh, God came to him in, into a dream. And he said, Abimelech, you are a dead man. Yeah, can, can you imagine God yeah. coming to you in a dream and saying you're a dead man? That and Abraham, Abimelech is like, look, I didn't know. And God says, I know you didn't know. That's why you're still alive. And he said, he said, I want you to go and restore this man's life to him. And because he is a prophet. Yeah. And see, the, the point I'm trying to make is, as Abraham lied, he was in the wrong. 
But because uh, God had already counted him righteousness, righteous by faith, God was on Abraham's side. And so even when we make a mistake and do something wrong intentionally, God's got our back. God loves us so much. And just, just think about it. Sometimes it's just hard to imagine, but he sent his son. And I, yeah, and I know you got, all you all have kids. I don't, but I've got cats that I, I love just as much as a kid, I guess. And uh, to just the thoughts of just offering up that son to go through a horrible sacrifice is just mind-blowing. But, but the Lord did that because he loves us so much. And because he loves us so much, he and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, they're our shepherd. Yeah. And they will lead us through the valley of the shadow of death. And they will prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemies. And we do not have to worry. No matter how many times we fail, no matter how many times we sin, even after we're saved, we're, we're made righteous by the blood of Jesus Christ. And when God looks at us, he sees Jesus. Yeah. Therefore, he loves us just as much as he does Jesus. And he's going to take care of us. Well, it isn't always going to be easy, but we can know in faith that we're going to come out through the other side and we're going to have his blessing. And in the end, we're going to be in heaven with him forever. And that's very cool. So uh, through his um, unending grace and abundance, the Lord is going to provide for us so much that our cup overflows. And this means that simply that his, he's going to give us so many blessings that we're not going to be able to hold them all. And Corey, I know that's the, my life in the past year. That's the way it's been. How about you? Oh, great. I mean, God is so good. And Exactly. I mean, it may not even be um, material things, but material things are included. You don't have to worry about where your food's coming from or your clothes. Exactly. And when we say righteous, we're talking about Jesus' righteousness because um, he's going to provide for us. And even uh, beyond these things, food and shelter, uh, the joy and the peace that you have. It's, it's, it is it is truly, truly overflowing. Yeah. So our cup is going to overflow with blessings. And um, this is the God that we serve. He provides until we can't hold it all. And, mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. 
that is the number one thing is just the peace the and peace just the peace of God and to know that um, not not worry, not being afraid to die is like one of the most wonderful yeah. things. It's just um, take me right now, Lord. It doesn't matter. I'm ready to go. You know? To absent from the body is yeah, to be present with the Lord. Like, okay, you're not on this earth and you can't absent from the Lord. Exactly. For the ones that die, it's a homecoming. You know, like we get to be with our Father. It's not anything to fear if you are a believer. Yeah, it's just um, abundance in every area of your life but especially in terms of your emotions and your happiness that's where the cup really overflows yes I, and, and exactly and another promise that came from jesus he said um in John 14, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. We know that um, with all assurance that um, in the end, we're going to be in heaven, in our own mansion, whatever that may be. With the, our Lord forever. Yeah, you girls like that kind of stuff. I don't. Really like it. I just want to hang out with the animals for about a hundred years. Yeah. Really like just getting like and talk It's going to be pretty cool. For sure. There was a. Uh, I don't know if you've ever. Um, What's the name of that movie where the kid died and went to heaven? Anyway, there's... Yes, heaven is for real. This kid, he died for a while and he went to heaven. And he came back and he knew all these things about his family. And that he could not have possibly known because he was very, very young. And anyway, someone interviewed him on television asked him, are there a lot of colors in, in heaven? And he goes, yes, there are actually colors that we don't even have here. Wow. And I've tried to think about how that's going to look, and your mind can't even yeah. imagine it. But we'll see. We'll see. But um, so what? The, what's the point of, of studying this psalm? And to me, the point is that it builds faith. And uh, if we know that our Lord is our shepherd, and, and we, we read this psalm and we memorize it, and we just say it over and over again, we're going to build faith. And that's very important because... God told us that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Please God. That's Hebrews 11, 16, 11, 6. And um, try and memorize this psalm if you can. There's a really, really good song. I don't have it queued up to play right now. But um, I'll, I'll get Corey to put it on our YouTube channel. And it's got the lyrics on the screen. And just put, what I did was I just played this song over and over again until I memorize it. And then I know the whole scripture. And I can say it whenever I want. And uh, the way that we build faith is by doing things like this, because Romans ten seventeen says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So it's yeah. by listening to things like the 23rd Psalm over and over again that we build our faith. And, Absolutely. And I love how it says, um, 
That's that's the that's the thing because people that's why people think we're kind of crazy because you fall in love with Jesus the way a man falls in love with a woman. No. And and even even though he slay me, yet I will praise him. That's that's the truth. And 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 one of the ways that this all happens is because when we come to Christ, the Holy Spirit actually comes inside us. And and the Holy Spirit is love and comfort, yet he will not let us stray far. He he won't. And he's not gonna crack a whip like we were talking about earlier. There will be things that he'll bring about in our lives in a loving way, or it's just your conscience saying, Look, you can't do this. You know, and you you just he just you come to God and He changes you without even you knowing it, and yeah, you can't escape it, yeah. even if you try. Yeah. I did try for uh, like thirty some years, and no, there's no escaping <laughs> the Lord. Exactly. So please. Um, Psalm 91 and Psalm 23. Try and memorize them. And then I'll send Corey links and she'll put both those songs on our YouTube page and just play them over and over again with the, the, the captions on the screen until you've got it memorized. And it's the only weapon that we have because these are very powerful spiritual beings, but uh, they're, 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 they're insignificant when it comes to the power of, of the Lord. So just we don't even worry about them. So uh, I guess that's it, guys. Now, if you if all this sounds strange to you and um, but still there's that voice inside you saying now is the time. Uh, don't. Don't deny that voice. Uh, that's why you came to listen to this today. It's because now is your day of salvation. Uh, Jesus loves you. He loves you more than anybody ever will. 
and he wants you to be saved so that you can be with him in heaven forever and be forgiven of all your sins, past, present, and future. He died on the cross after living a sinless life to be our perfect sacrifice because uh, none of us could, could be sinless, yet he was. And so he took on all the sin, all the punishment, all the anger that our righteous father requires so that we don't have to. And when we were declared righteous, God rose him from the dead in, on the third day. And um, all he requires is that you just open the door and say, Lord, I believe. Uh, two of the verses we like to quote are John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, that means anyone, believeth in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And Romans 10.9 uh, he who confesseth with his mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believes in his heart that um, God raised him from the dead shall be saved. It's the simplest thing in the world. All you have to do is just respond to Jesus. Just say, Jesus, I, I believe in you. And um, I want you to save me. And it's as simple as that. So Corey's going to pray right now. And if if, if the Holy Spirit is, is, you feel that tug at your heart, now's the time. Please uh, just Respond to Jesus, and he'll be right there to meet you, I promise. Hallelujah. If you just prayed that prayer, you are now a child of God. They really are. They are celebrating. It's cool. And uh, you are now saved and you're forgiven and your home is in heaven and yes. nothing can ever take that away from you. Uh, there's no going back. You belong to Jesus. Too late. But um, be happy and write to us and let us know what happened. HopeDealers777 at gmail.com. If you have a prayer request, if you have uh, anything you want to talk about, if you have anyone that you want to send our way as a guest, uh, just let us know. And we will see you guys probably in a week or two. Uh, sorry, we're a little bit scatterbrained this morning. Usually we don't do this quite this early. Hopefully we'll um, do better next time. But uh, we'll see you guys soon. Love you all very much. Bye.